sorry, I'm not used to speaking out loud to people, so apologies if my words are a little bit rambly. That's the voice of a trans man that we spoke to at the vigil for Brianna Gee tonight um, in Hearn Bay. Let's hear more of what they've got to say, and then we're going to explore this issue in a little bit more depth. This was done by two 15-year-olds. 15-year-olds, we're not born... Kids aren't born hateful. This is misinformation spread through media, through social media, through, you know, education. We should be taught basics of LGBT, how to be an ally in school. It starts in school. And sadly, Brianna's death is not the only one in the UK and around the world. Stuff needs to change. We are hearing stories of transphobia, of homophobia, of just pure hate all over the world because of how much hate is spread around media and social media. And it has to stop because lives are getting ruined. Lives are being lost. And trans people have always existed. Non-binary people have always existed in history. We're not going away. Happy to be joined by Fred. Um, Tell us a little bit about who you are um and um about the vigil that you're going to be going to tonight yeah well uh, i mean I'm, I'm an lgbtq activist in the canterbury district so i cover mostly Hanbei, uh, and i have been a big advocate for the entirety of our community and i think more more so than the trans community at the moment they need our support and they need our help uh, especially at this time uh, obviously the brutal attack on uh, Brianna um, and I you know I've had to deal with quite a lot of problems in our district as of last couple of years uh, there's been rises in um, homophobia and transphobia um, I've had to see several problems regarding anti-trans campaigns that have been plastered across particularly home base seafront there's been lots of anti-trans stickers that have gone up that i have personally removed so everything from comparing trans people to rapists um critical of trans people um you know it's it's not been good i think uh one of the plaques i think was brought to your attention wasn't it i think over a year ago wasn't it ed um to the kent pride community of a, a particular uh, plaque that was passed across the Hanbei Seafront, which I highlighted and released a statement uh, on behalf of um, a political party, which I which I was part of at the time, uh, well, still am, um, where, I, where I condemned uh, the use of some of the language that was being used towards trans people. Um, I think it's um, it's quite it's quite volatile at the moment. I'm um, unfortunately due to the media. And um, several individuals that are, are sort of depicting trans people are a certain way, when in reality, trans people do have a voice and they deserve to have a voice because at the end of the day, you know, there are human people like everybody else. Um, and it's just it's just upsetting to see the negative backlash all the time for such a marginalised community. Of, I think, as you saw it in the... Um, in what was it the census recently less than 
hundred yeah, hundred thousand people. For me. You know, it's this is such a small community that we are talking about. Um, a, a, such a small group of people in society, um, and just simply the level of of you know press attention that this small group of people are getting it must just feel horrific on a daily basis you know to see you and your identity and your lives and just you know you you as a person um sort of you know continually debated as if there's a debate to be had and i think that that must be very very distressing indeed and obviously you um are going to be going to a vigil tonight that is some people would say i think you know there's an ongoing police investigation and i think we've got to wait for the um outcome of that investigation but it's quite clear to many people um who you know knew brianna who followed her on tiktok um that she was dealing with um anti-trans bullying and abuse and hate um and i think you know we have to be careful not to allow this to the the, the worst thing would be for this to end up toxifying the debate further although i do think that the majority of the toxicness is coming from one side of this so-called debate of this discussion you know the people that want to fuel that debate rather than the people that want to actually just live and exist and you know live peaceful lives without being the center of the debate um and the question is i think you know that everyone is thinking is what impact has the current discourse on this matter had on people especially young people the two people that i have been arrested in this um case i believe 15 and uh, around 15 16 years old themselves um and what impact seeing um role models and seeing figures of you know responsibility and trust and admiration um what impact that has on them and they <laughs> then go and commit terrible acts or you know allegedly do this and so it's um it's very sad to see and i just hope that um you know everyone at the vigil tonight um is able to take some peace from the fact that i expect there will be many many people there i've seen vigils in canterbury i've seen vigils in uh, across southeast um uh, across the country and the turnout at these vigils has been um, quite incredible to see, quite heartening to see. And I think that if hopefully that, you know, this vigil can bring a sense of, of peace to people in respect that they're not alone um, and they're, they're part of the LGBTQ community. Um, yeah. And that's why it's so important that the, the community sticks together because it's in times like this where it really shows the benefit of being one community together, not divided. Oh yeah, and I think what's important as well is that we must we must not forget where we came from. You know, our, our movement was founded by Marsha P. Johnson. You know, a trans person of color that unfortunately, like Brianna, was murdered. But the the big difference is that 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 death never had justice, whereas we can have justice for Brianna. And that is a clear difference from what it is like today and what it was back then. You know, there are some things 
thankfully, that are in place to protect, to an extent, trans people today. But there is so much more that we need to do. And what's also important to highlight is that, you know, we did a Trans Day of Remembrance in Hyundai um, in November. We didn't expect many people to turn up and were we impressed there was way over 40. And for us, that was a big step for a community that has, you know, up until that point, we, we felt that we didn't have anything. And I think it's really important to, to, to note that Thai, you know, set up our, our society um, as a trans male um, and now leading us into not only this tonight, but also to set up the, the um, sorry, Hanbei and Whitstable Trans Network, which we will be launching this weekend, um, which I think is incredible because it means that we've got that extra support network for for people that desperately need it at this time. So, you know, all, all props and and um, and I uh, will you know, doff the cap to to tie to, to to able to do that for such a marginalised community because um, there is a lot of trans people in our district um, that need the help and there is not the support out there. And I think what's really important to note is because we're in an ageing population, particularly where we are. I mean, in Hanbei, there's lots of elderly and we get, we're starting to see more and more older people come forward. And I think that's important because there's, there's hardly anything for the over 30s. And I think we need to, to highlight that as a, as a key point. Yeah, totally. I, there's so many amazing people in the LGBTQ community doing great work across the, the whole of Kent, or, or, you know, across the whole of the UK, but obviously yeah. you and I are very much involved in the, the the Kent scene and and I think that um you know the the, the community are together on this issue more together than I've seen them on a lot of issues the, the LGBTQ community aren't known for necessarily all agreeing with each other on certain things um whether it be uh the pride flag or or gay bars or lesbian bars uh, or you know, pride um, events and what should and shouldn't be at them. You know, we're the, the gay people aren't a monolith, and um, you know the LGBTQ community aren't a monolith. Of course, there are plenty of things that differ between us. Plenty of things that um, you know we disagree on, and that is what makes you know that's the the spice of life. But one thing that really is true of the lgbtq communities that we support each other one thing that we all do agree on is that we we care for each other um and whilst we may have our disagreements i've i've never seen you know the lgbtq community come together more strongly on the issue at the moment of protecting trans people um especially young trans people um because they especially um gay and lesbian people and bi people recognize the situation that trans people find themselves in if not firsthand they recognize it secondhand from having been told by people who did go through a period of time when it was illegal to be gay and obviously it still is in many countries around the world and they can speak to their experiences too um i think yeah. that a lot of uh, lgbtq people recognize that um you know and and fear as well you know that they might be next that you know this isn't um a, a pathway that hasn't sadly been trodden before um by you know throughout history and it never stops at the first group that 
are demonized. Once that group have been demonized successfully, then it moves on to the next group and, and the next minority or the next whatever it might be that is an easy target um, for hatred and for, you know, whatever is going on right now. And so I implore everyone in the LGBTQ community to stick together and, and to support each other. Uh, hopefully we won't have any more um, lives lost, but sadly I think we all know that that's unlikely to be the case. So yeah, um, we've just got to, um, you know, stick together as a community and try and get through this period of time where people are, are being stigmatized and traumatized um, so, so badly by what's happening. So we were fortunate enough to uh, be able to record Ty's speech at the vigil tonight, and here it is for you. Rhiannon Gee was a 16-year-old trans girl who was brutally stabbed and murdered in a public park walking home from school by two 15-year-olds. It is dehumanising and degrading of the press to use someone's dead name to report this tragic murder. Whether trans or not, it is not right. These papers, the Daily Mail and the Times have done this. It is basic respect and decency to know that this is not okay or right. Trans people in the UK have been dealing with threats and hate crime and the denying of our human rights for too long and needs to stop. I say our and us because I am a trans man. It becomes such a buzzword and the UK media's demonisation of trans people has increased significantly. It's terrifying being transgender in the UK at the moment and from someone that has lived with hate and crime myself, I totally appreciate what is going on. The public and the general population are seeing treatment of us every day, whether it be in the press, on our phones, social media, TV, it enables and makes it okay for more acts of violence towards us and our community. This needs to stop. We just want to be happy, to live our lives, to be treated and respected as equals. Trans men are men, trans women are women. Protect trans youth, protect the trans women, protect trans men. Trans rights are human rights, trans joy for all.